This is Pastor Eric Love. I want to thank you for tuning into today's podcast. God told Joshua that if he meditated on the word and obeyed it, that he would make his way prosperous and that he would have good success. My prayer is that as you meditate on this word that you're about to hear and apply it to your life, that you too will find good success. Blessings on you and enjoy this word from the Lord. Since I've already prayed, we're going to get right into this word. And praise God. God had given me this word some months ago. It first ministered unto me. I had no idea that I was going through this time in my life. And God was speaking to me. I was at work and God just... I just began to scribble notes, and as God was speaking, I just scribbling notes and stuff. And Pastor had asked me to speak on Wednesday night, and I was like, okay, I'll let you know. And as I was sleeping, God woke me up early Thursday morning. I said, this is what I want you to speak about. Early Thursday morning, about 4.30 in the morning, about 4 o'clock, God woke me up. And I was going digging through my notes, and there they were. Takes Pastor back and said, "Okay, I got, I can do it." Amen. I'm asking everyone to turn with me to First Samuel chapter 22, first to the one to five. I'm asking everyone to stay in. For the reading of the word, I have a New King James Version. Praise God. Praise God. Everyone have it? Praise the name of Jesus. First Samuel 22 and 1 reads, David therefore departed from there and escaped to the cave of Adullam. So when his brothers and all his father's house heard it, they went down there to him. And everyone who was in distress, everyone who was in debt, and everyone who was discontented gathered to him. So he became captain over, over them, and there were about 400 men with him. Then David went from there to Mizpah of Moab. And he said to the king of Moab, please let my father and mother come here with you till I know what God will do for me. So he brought them before the king of Moab and they dwelt with him all the time that David was in the stronghold. Now the prophet Gad said to David, do not stay in the stronghold. Depart and go to the land of Judah. So David departed and went into the forest of Herod. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you, God. Lord, I decrease that you may increase. Lord, I step off of this stage. And God, you step in. God, speak to your people like only you can. I'm just your vessel, God. I'm nothing. I'm just an instrument. 
Father, I pray, God, that you will speak. And, Lord, that your people will be saved, delivered, and set free today. Father, I pray that this word will settle in their hearts and in their minds. And, Lord, when they leave this place, God, I pray that they will be strengthened and enlightened. And, Father, I pray that every stronghold and every brother, I pray that the captives will be set free through your word. And it is so in Jesus' name. And everyone saying, amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. My subject today is stop hiding in the cave. It's time for you to come forward. We all, at one time or another, have hid in a cave. David, our subject today, David's name means beloved. David was a man after God's own heart. David loved God. David trusted God. David is one of my favorite characters that I read about because even all the messes and all the hiccups David went through, he finds himself back in the presence of God. David is the one that wrote all the songs. And David knew God in an intimate way. Even when his father didn't recognize the warrior or the king that was in him. When he was feeding sheep, David slew the lion and killed the bear. There was a warrior rising up on the inside of him. He wasn't recognized by his brothers. They didn't recognize him. Even though David was a handsome young man and full of energy, full of zest for life, but David wasn't caring about the things that they cared about. David was a man that was, whatever he was told to do, whatever he needed to do, David was right there. You didn't have to go looking for him. You know how some of us go hide when time to do a job? We'll show up when it's time for the reward. But we hide. We just say, come on, okay, y'all ready to go work? Some of y'all go hide. But David was always right there. When Goliath was calling out, said, who can come? Come show me. David was the one that stepped up. Killed Goliath. With a slingshot. Took the sword and cut his head. David. Now David. That was David's life as a shepherd. David had three periods in his life. Shepherd. A fugitive. And a king. David there was living the life of a shepherd. In our lesson today, we're going to look at David's life as a fugitive. David was on the run. How can you just kill Goliath and not run 
from King Saul. David was afraid. Fear will cause you to run and hide in a cave. What is a cave? A cave is a dark place that's in the ground. Most caves have stones that you can turn the stone, but every cave is dark. There's no electricity in a cave. Cave can be your fear. Cave can be your children. Cave can be your stronghold. Now you do remember the five kings that ran and hid in the cave. Joshua put the stone in front of him. Your cave can become your prison. Your prison can become your grave. The kings went hid in the cave from Joshua. Joshua put the stone in front of the cave. And he called them out and he killed them. And he threw their body back in the cave. That cave became their grave. Don't let your cave today become your grave. We sometimes, we go through life and we go through heartaches and we go through pain. And, and I'm sorry for all the times you've been hurt. I'm tired. I'm sorry for all the times you've been mishandled by church people. I'm tired. I'm sorry for all the times you've been criticized and you've been pushed to the gate. Sometimes church folks will push you back in the cave. Sometimes your friends and your family will push you back in the cave. Don't let your cave become your grave. Don't let your cave become your prison. I know we've been hurt. I know we've been tormented. And some of you, God have called you to great potential, but you You're hiding. You're in church, but you're... God called you to sing and yet... God called you to great potential, but you... Because you had a baby out of wedlock, you Because you've been through divorce and your husband hurt you. You're in the cave. You have let your cave become your stronghold. David ran after he had played crazy. Now David was running when he came to the cave of Adullam. He had just ran, had got the show bread and and Achish, had king, had saw him and said, and that, isn't this David the one had killed a thousand? Saul had killed a thousand and David his ten thousand. And David heard and David got scared of the king. So he went and got the showbread and he began to play crazy. And they said, why you bring this crazy man before me? David ran and ran to the cave of Adullam. This the man that just had killed 10,000. Killed Goliath. 
but he's running. On the run. Some of us have have came mentality. You ask you about something and I would do it, but you know, I've been hurt. I don't want to love again because I've been hurt. Hiding in the cave. Got great potential, but you're hiding. You know what to do. You know how to do it, but you're Oh, I know I got some crave drillers in here this morning. Some of y'all have got familiar with being in the dark place. In the dark room. The dark rooms is where niggas are produced. In the dark room. You don't put, you don't produce pictures in the light. You produce them in the dark. Negative. Negative about life. How you doing? Nah, he just he look like it's gonna rain. A dark cloud in the sky. I see a dark cloud, right? Negative. How you doing? Oh, my back hurts. My head hurts. My feet hurt. You ever just want to run from people like that? You you got happy? You happy? And you you energetic and you feel on top of the world and Lord, you meet them and they say, how you doing, sister? Child, what's good about it? Hiding in the cave. I don't have to wonder where you are. Just talk to people about 10 minutes. You'll find out if they cave dwellers or not. They can't see light because they're in the dark. In our first verse today, David, he departed and escaped to the cave. David was hiding. So I said, how in the world did the brothers and fathers found out that he was in the cave? Because they were scared of Saul too. Everybody was scared of Saul. Fear of trying to go forward or cause you to hide in the cave. Young people that want to go to college. You feel like you're not smart enough. Hiding in the cave. You feel like you're not good enough. You're hiding in the cave. I'm too dark. I'm too light. My hair too short. My hair too long. I come from the wrong side of the tracks. Didn't come from the right families. Hiding in the cave. How long will you hide in the cave? How long will you hide behind your fears? How long will you hide behind your inopportunities? How long will you hide behind your lack? 
My house is not big enough. My house is not good enough. I'm not educated enough. Hiding behind a cave. You're here, but you're hiding. You come to church with your church clothes on, but you're hiding. You had David, brothers and his sisters. Our first point is affection. Affection is to establish fondness or display this tenderness or feeling towards one another. David families, they came to see about it. But reality is, what can they do for one? They was there. They showed up. But what David needed, they couldn't give him. Because the truth of the matter is, they were scared too. In our second verse, we talked about affection. Many his family. Verse 2, and everyone who was in distress Everyone who was in debt and everyone who was discontented gathered to him. And he became captain over them and there was about 400 men with him. Now, when I read this, I had to do a double take. I went and reread it. Now, I've read over my Bible. I read through it. But I didn't see this. David was running, hiding in a cave. His family came. Not only did his family came, but all of these discontents came. Somebody stressed out. They was in debt. They couldn't help it. One of them stressed out, in debt. And discontented. And they came to David. What in the world was they going to do? Saul was king. They had all these problems going on. Isn't it amazing that when you're going through, who all gather around you? But this time, the discontent, the stress, and the debt. Bring it to my second point. Perfection. Okay, Sister Stalin. I got number one, but I don't get this one. But I'm finna tell Perfection to bring to completion or fulfillment. To improve a better worn circumstance, situation, or condition. Now you have to remember that David had been anointed king. So the king was in. Now, David, all the discontent, the stressed out folks, the folks that was in debt, came to David. Now, David said, okay. The same 400 that came to him, in the message Bible, it said the misfit. Nobody want to deal with the misfits in the church. But they are the ones. That's going to be with you. 
They are the ones that ain't going nowhere. When trouble rises, they with you. I got your back. David, we ain't got no money. We got more problems than you, but we're going to fight for you. I dare somebody to mess with you. David, we got you. I know you're going through, but we got you. I dare somebody to come up with you. They can't beat all 400 of us. So here was a bunch of misfits. Right there with David. So David said, man, king is in me. I'm finna become captain of this army. Something began to rise up in him. Be careful who you throw away. Might be the very one that you're going to need. They not, might not be educated. They might not come from the north. They might came from south. They may not have a lot of knowledge or a lot of money. But one thing they have, faithfulness. You got the honor of faithfulness. God honors faithfulness. Be careful. People of God, as God begin to bring you up, don't ever look down on nobody. That's the very person that will have to come and bring you up. Don't look down on people because they, they got a third grade education. Don't look down on people because they broke, disgusted, and busted. God can use them. God can use every one of you. Every one of us. God calls us when we broke, disgusted, and busted. When Gideon was hiding, God told him, gave him a plan, said, Gideon, you're going to be a mighty man of valor. But he was in a cave hiding at the wine press, hiding behind the sheep. God called him, gave him a plan. Many of the affliction of the righteous, but God delivers from them all. Be careful how you throw people away. They may be the one that had your back. Now, David, in our third verse, David went from there to Mizpah, which means the watchtower of Moab. And he said to the king of Moab, please let my father and mother come here with you till I know what God will do for me. So he brought them before the king of Moab, and they dwelt with him all the time that David was in the stronghold. Our fifth verse, David was in the stronghold, a fortified place to protect against attack. But in our fifth verse is where I want to shine the light. God don't speak to us in our present pain 
He speaks to our future potential. When you're going through pain and you're moaning and groaning and carrying on, having a pity party, God, don't speak. Ask me, I know. But when you make your mind up, God, come hell or high water. I'm more than a conqueror. I can do this. I can come out of the cave. God starts speaking. He don't speak to your present pain. He speaks to your future potential. Because he knows what's in you. Our fifth verse. The first part. David. Now the prophet Gad said to David. Do not stay in the stronghold. David. Don't stay here. This ain't where you need to stay. You need to get out of the stronghold. The fortified place. The last one is infection. The prophet came to infect what David had got accustomed to. It's amazing how we can get accustomed to the dark places. When you're in the dark, you can't see. How many of y'all can see in the dark? You got to turn the light on. When darkness is there, there is no light. But when light comes, darkness got to go. It's got to disappear. You don't have to speak to it. You don't have to say light come forward. Just turn the lights on and the darkness, it's got to go. God came to disturb where David was. It's amazing how we can sit in church year after year after year after year and never change because we get used to formality. Come to church, no change, no joy, no peace. We just come. We come one way. We leave the same way. But today God came to infect you. He come to distress and disturb your status quo. You coming out today. If you want to come out, you can come out. David, God always has somebody that can speak a word into your life. God that David didn't mess up with the prophets. He had Nathan and he had Gad, the seer. They spoke to David and I don't know how he knew where I just said, dude, God told him where David was. He came and said, come on, David. Come up out of that stronghold, that fortified city. I know you've been but it's time for me to disrupt your agendas. It's time for you to come out. Our last one is defection. David, so David, he said, do not stay in the stronghold. Depart and go to the land of Judah, to the land of praise. So David departed.
departed and went to the forest of Herod, which is a mountain on the side of a cliff in Judah. We all know what Judah means. Judah means praise. Moses went from the cave to the mountaintop. God can take you from your cave experience. I realize that sometimes grief drove you in the cave. Sometimes we lose our loved ones and we're so hurt. God, how can I go on? We go and we hide in the cave. You notice something about people that when they're going through grief or they that just turn the lights off. They want to get in the dark place. But God is calling you forth tonight. God wants you to come out and go to the place of Judah. The place of praise. What I know that no matter what you go through in life there will be times that you will go through some strongholds. There will be times that you go through shame and you will feel like going in the cave and not coming out. The cave was temporary for for David. It wasn't a permanent place. The cave can be a good place. If you know how to worship in the cave. If you know how to praise God in the cave. If you know how to speak the word in the cave. When you come out, you can come out with your hands up. Isolation can be a cave. Don't let make, don't let people make you cave in. Most of the time when people leave church, they don't leave the church because of people, they leave church because of folks. Don't let nobody make you cave in. Stay in the fortified place. Stay in the place of safety because there's safety in numbers. Failure will cause you to get in the cave. Bitterness and brokenness will cause you to cave in. Your hopes, your dreams, and your joy, being in the cave can destroy what God has intended for you. Child, you and brother Davis come in. No matter what you're going through, strongholds will cause you to stay in the cave. I asked God, I said, Lord, what is stronghold? I need you to What is stronghold? No matter how you try to get a loose and how much you want to get a loose, these are strongholds. They got you. They holding you strong. You want to get a loose, but you can't. Lord, 
Jesus. Help me, God. I want to turn loose that wine. I, I don't, I'm tired of drinking. I'm tired of smoking. But you got a stronghold that's holding it. You, you, you want to do what's right. That spirit of per- perversion got you. That spirit of jealousy, stronghold. That lying spirit, stronghold. That spirit of fear, stronghold. It's got a hold to you and it won't let you go because it's a stronghold. The only thing that will, that you can get rid of your stronghold Worship. When you raise your hand up, the stronghold got to let you go. Praise is when you go to God, but worship is when He comes to you. When you worship, I dare you to learn how to worship. When you worship God, get in your secret place. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Strongholds. Spirit of heaviness. You tried to shake it. It has become a stronghold. Spirit of infirmity. You tried to shake it, but it has become a stronghold. I want to let it go. I want to forgive. God, I try to forgive them for what they did to me. For raping me. I, I tried to forgive them for abandoning me. But God, it's a stronghold. As much as I want to, as much as I pray and ask God, Lord, help me. But every time I think about it, it's a stronghold. He has become my stronghold. So you're in a dark place in your life. But I'm going to tell you today. God is shining a light. God is shining a light on each and every one of you. He said, come out of the dark. Turn the lights on. He said, come out of the dark place. I see you. I am the light of the world. I see you. I see every problem. I see every situation. I see every circumstance that you've been through. God, come out. Come out. The prophet told David, it's time to come forth. The light is shining on you. 
my brothers and my sisters. It's time for you to come forth. The pain of the past. You shall remember it no more. Every battle, every score. The pressures of life push you in the cave. But the light will bring you out of the cave. Strongholds hatch but worship. What caused the strongholds to let you go? light of Jesus. Oh, it shines bright. He can see us in our darkest places. Come out. We used to play a game called hide and go see. We count to ten we go hide. Somebody come looking for us. Jesus is playing hide and go seek. He said, I'm looking for you. I know where you are. You try to run and touch the little pole before they tag you. He said, come out. Addiction. You got to let them go. God is shining the light. Your life shall never be the same. I pray that every time you try to go into the cave, God will shine a light on you. Every time that you try to duck and die, God will shine the light on you. Jesus said, I got the keys. To death and hell. Just like I got up, you can get up. I hold the key. Victory is in Christ Jesus. Come unto me, all you your labor and hear the labor. I give you rest. I put my foot on grave. The death. Whatever you need. He said, whatever you bind away will be bound in heaven. Here's the keys. All you have to do. He said, I got them. The victor belongs to me. You can come out of the cave. You can come forth now. You don't have to stay in the cave any longer. No matter what they told you. That you weren't good enough. You weren't smart enough. You weren't cute enough. Baby, you cute. Look in the mirror and tell yourself. I know I got it going on. Because I know a man. From Galilee. If you're in sin, he'll set you free. Because he got the keys. And one thing about God, 
He know what key fits every one of you. He got a key for every one of you. He know how to unlock that little heart. He know how to unlock your potential. He know how to unlock your dreams. He got the key. If you're in darkness, if you're in the cave, I want you to come to the altar. I just want you to lift your hand. You got strongholds. I want you to come to the altar. Just lift your hands up. Come on. I know you're in here.